Welcome to the Perimenopause Power Podcast. We are Lisa and Natalie, two certified holistic health coaches passionate about helping women embrace their physiology to elevate their highest potential for confidence, health and energy. Perimenopause will be unique to you and each episode gives you the power in knowing that you can define your own journey. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Perry Menopause Power. Hello, Lisa. Here we are again together once more. G'day, Natalie. We are and always excited when we come together and have a bit of a chat, a bit of a powwow. I know. And we sometimes do say that just during a normal week or during a normal day, we usually have some really great, powerful, inspiring conversations. And we mm. often say we should be hitting record on this for our podcast. Yeah, we do. And uh, gosh, there's lots that's been coming up for us over the last week, isn't there? There's a real common theme, actually, and part of what we want to talk about today. And it's really around this concept. And may I take the quote from our episode where we interviewed Barbara Lewis Hamilton, Mm. where she said, no woman is too young to experience menopause. And hasn't this been the theme of the week? Absolutely. And not just the theme of the week, we actually hear it so much. We also posted this week around someone who had contacted us and said, you know, I'm 39 and I said to my doctor, I think I'm going through menopause. And the doctor said, well, you're too young to be going through menopause. And bang, alarm bells, because there's not enough chatter happening around when perimenopause can start. And it's a clear sign that, you know, there's lots of conversation and education that still needs to take place out there. And can I say that we need to trust our instincts and our gut a little bit more? I, You know, I, I go to the doctors and I, I tend to hang off every word that they say, but also really important to make sure that you've got specialists in your area of health that know what they're talking about as well. So, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a common question that just keeps coming up over and over again. And the sad thing is, Nat, is that we tend to put down the symptoms that are, that are clearly symptoms of perimenopause down to I'm leading a busy life, I'm just tired, I've got to run around, uh, I feel a bit unwell, oh, look, I might have picked up a bug. But we're not making the connection with what those symptoms of um, perimenopause and beyond are because a lot of women still don't know about them, which is really, really sad. Mm, It's true. And dare we say it, that a lot of doctors don't know about the symptoms, nor do they make the connection of a woman who is in her mid to late 30s, 40s, 50s, that women are left asking this question, could I possibly be in perimenopause or menopause? And they say, no, you're too young. And then women are left feeling totally dismissed in what they're Mm -hmm. feeling, totally lost in where on earth do I go to from here and have no idea where to turn. And probably that's why they've started reaching out to us, which is is fantastic because we're here to be able to offer that knowledge and help to try and close that gap a little bit. But, But there's a lot of women who are really totally confused as to what's happening and where they are. Absolutely. And I think, you know, just some pointers here for our listeners to remember is that, you know, definitely looking towards your lifestyle is a great place to start. And obviously that's where Nat and I work together. You know, looking at those lifestyle factors that you can be implementing within your, you know, your, your everyday life um, in helping you to, to feel better. And the other thing is here, you're not going crazy. 
which is what a lot of women think. They think that it's just happening to me, yet, you know, these symptoms are happening to many, many other women. And so absolutely opening up the conversation around that is really important, you know, even just with your girlfriends, because you might even find that if you actually open up the conversation with them, you'll find that a lot of them are having similar type of symptoms um, and you can see a bit of a pattern there. And the other thing is too is make sure that your GP that you are working with is trained. You know, a lot of GPs aren't trained in menopause and that's just, it's not a, a negative. It's just one thing to, you can really do is go to the Australasian Menopause Society um, website and you can actually look on there and see where there's a trained menopause uh, doctor within your area, within Australia and New Zealand that could really help you with that as well. So it's around getting informed and feeling like you've got the information so you can just get on with life and, you know, navigate through it. So, yeah. Mm, yeah. And I have to say, just on that point around doctors, I know when we first started doing this work a couple of years ago, that we were frustrated and couldn't mm. understand why GPs didn't know about menopause. Mm. And for me personally, I don't know if you felt the same, Lise, it wasn't until we went to the Menopause Summit last year in Cairns in September where I really realised that, yes, GPs do not know about perimenopause and menopause and it's not at fault of them. No. It's they go through the study and the work and the evolution of getting to this career, but it doesn't come up. And I guess what was really great in, again, being at Cairns was that the room of doctors and, and even more so the ones that were on um, on virtually as well, there was a huge um, contingent of doctors who, mm. who joined that summit because they want to learn and I think there's great comfort that we can take that, yes, there are a lot out there who don't know about perimenopause and menopause and how to support you, but there are a lot also who are learning and who want to learn and be able to give you that best care as well. And, and you know what, they're a GP, they're a general practitioner. So there's a general general generality, I don't know if that's a word, but there is that generalness around what they do. And that's why we go to doctors. And then if there is something that they recognise, they we go off to a specialist. We get a referral, you know, I'll refer you here, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, GPs are taking that extra time, um, luckily for us, to be able to learn more about it. And that's where the Australasian Menopause Society is such an amazing association to be able to provide that kind of learning for our GPs as well. So it's not a negative that we're promoting here. It's just making sure that you're going along to someone if menopause or perimenopause is something that you need to talk about, I think it's a really good idea to make sure that they've got some training in that because ultimately if they don't, you're walking away thinking, oh, there's something wrong with me, it's all in my head. And look, sadly, sometimes it's being misinterpreted as a depression element, which we know that the change in hormones that we experience through menopause, that has a very big element or effect on um, on women and developing depression. So not to say that there's anything wrong with antidepressants, but sometimes that may not be the best course of action. And in fact, we saw some uh, an amazing lecture at the conference last year around how um, how doctors need to be more informed around MHT and lifestyle elements, you know, over uh, antidepressants in in looking in digging deeper in relation to what the issue may be with their with their um, patients. So. Lots to take on board there, but I think the first thing is to make sure that you're dealing with someone who is experienced or has knowledge in that area. Mm, yeah, for sure. And we are 
hoping to get that associate professor and, yeah. and medical expert onto our podcast as well. And she's a busy lady, Nat. So let's just, um, yeah, I'm sure we'll keep persevering and get her on because she was just enlightening to listen to at the conference. And um, I remember we both looked at each other at the end of her lecture and thought, oh, my goodness, we've really got to get her on and um, and share her thoughts with our listeners. So just in light in what we have spoken about, because another big piece of this pie around women being too young or perceived too young to be in perimenopause is really around societal perceptions of a woman who is in menopause. And you and I have spoken about this and we've probably spoken about it on the podcast as well, but really good to reiterate that there is this perception of what a menopausal woman looks like, right? And she's she's grey and old, right? Couldn't be more further from the truth. Ten years ago, that's what I thought too, Nat. 100%. Yes, I agree. And if you talk to a lot of women and men, they say the same thing. So it's it's definitely that, um, you know, that experience or that lived experience of where we've come from, isn't it? it? It really is. And I shared something through my socials this week around she could be in her 30s, she could be in her 40s, in her 50s. She might be caring for young kids. She might not be. She might be caring for elderly parents. She might not be. She might be caring for someone else. She might be working. She might not be working. And she really is... Any woman, any any one of us that could be going through perimenopause and menopause, and it's really important that we don't, I guess, um, discriminate or judge that woman or think that what she's going through is not what she thinks it is, and and that's where it's really important, as you said, to really connect and and connect to our intuition and and listen to what our body's saying. Right, we're very big on that. Very much so. And I think using my own experience, I certainly had um, a number of issues associated with perimenopause last year that caught up with me. Not to say that I don't practice all the lifestyle elements, but it became more of that. And some of the symptoms that I had were, I, I knew of the symptoms, but I just didn't think it was going to happen to me, did I? So, and I, so it's about being aware, being informed and, you know, and being able to have the knowledge to go through with that. And that can happen at any age. And and then you've got women also that, you know, go into early menopause. You know, I've read some stories of um, and spoken to other women that have gone into it in their 30s because of other issues or, you know, if you're having cancer treatment, it can throw you right into it as well. So, yeah, there's so many permutations and combinations around that what that woman definitely does look like. Mm, yeah, but you're so right. It's it's having that information and it's just acknowledging changes, which I've shared uh, through our podcast as well. That a few years ago, I was having some issues hormonally and and constant bleeding, and I thought, no, this isn't this isn't normal. This this isn't isn't right. So you go through those exploratory phases of looking at what it might be, and and yet I also struggled in in seeking answers, but. Deep down inside, I knew what I had to do, and and I did that, and you know, I've come out the other end, and 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 now I feel more informed, more connected to my body, and and aware, yeah. and um, conscious of when when things are changing, or or hearing the whispers, as we always say, right? That mm. um, we've, we've got to listen to those whispers, and when we feel like something is changing, let's explore it, and and let's see who can I reach out to to talk to, or where could I get some information and learn a little bit more, and. Look, I guess Google serves a purpose to, to some degree, but there's fabulous um, experts out there and, and information and just making sure that you're getting the information from credible sources. And, and of course, this is what we try and 
bring and advocate for through the podcast and also through our work as well. So um, hopefully you've got us down as one of your uh, credible experts to help give you that information. Yeah, you know what? I just want to point, I just want to, you make a really, you know, listen to the whispers. Don't let them get too loud that they actually start yelling at you. As women, we tend to shrug off a lot of things that are whispering to us. And it's only once they become, you know, they just land so powerfully that you can't go on anymore and fob them off. That's where we want to really encourage women to stop finding themselves. Don't, you know, we tend to listen to the whispers for our children or for our loved ones in our family and we act on them straight away. But for some freaking reason, we don't do that for ourselves. And it's really, really frustrating. And I think even if I look at myself with some of the health issues I had last year, you know, over the over the last few years, you know, heavier periods and things like that. But I just thought it was, you know, I'll just go along with it, it'll be fine, you know. And then I found myself unable to leave the house for a few weeks in relation to what was happening. So, you know, I'm guilty of it as well. But being informed and listening to them is the way that you will definitely be able to move forward and and rectify them straight away or at least have the education and the power of the knowledge to go, you know what, I need to do something everything else just needs to wait. I need to look after myself. So really implore you to listen to those whispers. Mm, Beautifully said. And if I could share something in closing, it's from the conversation we had with Dr. Fatima Khan. And I'm not sure if it was our recorded episode on the podcast or she said it when we have met with her, but if menopause is impacting your quality of life, That is really when you need to look into what you can do to support yourself. And I have to say, I've also taken that mentality on in, I'm not in perimenopause, but taken it on in other areas of my life that thinking, okay, if I'm feeling depleted or something is struggling or I'm I'm feeling challenged and I'm, you know, I'm feeling fatigued or I'm, I feel like I'm struggling or I'm stressed then that quality of life is being impacted, right? So I need to look at that and I need to hear that and feel that and see that and look at, okay, what do I need to change or what do I need to do so that I am ending my day as I intended it to to go or I'm ending it fulfilled and satisfied and happy and and comfortable as well. So I I really have taken um, her advice there from a a whole health perspective, whether Mm. in perimenopause or not. That's so powerful. And, you know, I'm just, as you're talking through um, and we're doing this podcast now, I'm just wondering, you know, we have had such wonderful feedback from a lot of our listeners as well. So I would encourage our listeners also to drop us a line and maybe ask some questions around what they'd like to know um, moving forward uh, around being, you know, informed with power and knowledge to actually navigate this very normal physiological, biological uh, time of life. So, yeah, please do drop us a question, something you might want to know or some comments. And, um, you know, we're always looking for ways to uh, bring podcasts to our um, our listeners in, in an informative way. So if there's something burning out there for you, please drop us a line. Mm, absolutely. And then also following on from that, we have launched our Women Thriving Together online community group and Woo! we are super excited. Yes, we had our first virtual meetup today. And just it was a really great conversation about thriving and what thriving looks like to the women who joined the virtual meetup. But we really are creating a supportive network here for women from all walks of life, aiming to support you, your greatest asset, your body, your health, your mind, your soul, so that you can continue to thrive and live life 
no matter what life phase you, you find yourself in or what goal that you're pursuing. So we'll pop some details about women thriving together in the show notes. And uh, if you are interested in joining, no matter where you are in the world, we'd love to have you join us and, and just be part of a community where you are supported. You can learn from us as, uh, as coaches, but also learn from sharing experiences and hearing from the other women in the group as well. So, yeah, and I think what came out of our live chat this morning was our members joining the membership because they know that there's other like-minded women that they can chat with and connect with. And I think at the end of the day, it's really important in having an avenue where you can talk about what's going on, uh, no judgment, it's safe to do so, um, and there's so much power in coming together to talk about what's going on in your life. Mm, for sure. Well, thanks, Lisa, as always. Nice conversation. Always. Thanks, Nat. See you again soon. Thanks again for sharing your time with us, learning how you can be your best energetic self no matter what life stage you are going through. Be sure to contact us if any of this content resonates with you. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. See you next time.